we are actually today we're going to go through um Whitney Webb's latest article which is uh entitled UN backed banker alliance announces green plan to transform the global financial system uh Whitney Webb is a brilliant journalist doing a lot of really important work about what's actually going on in the world uh you can find all of her work at unlimitedhangout.com it's unlimitedhangout.com and uh she also has a great podcast uh of the same name um yeah this article i'll be honest i am uh somewhat intimidated to be doing this because um yeah uh she's pretty brilliant and it's uh it's pretty heavy stuff but you know what we need to know what's going on so we're going to we're going to go for it um just real quick up top uh a great way to connect with me uh is to join my newsletter at jfodnews.com so you can do that uh would be really cool and also you can follow me on twitter at the real jfod so if you do those two things uh that would be really really cool all right let's get into this article let me share this thing okay all right guys this is going to be uh i'm excited about this this is such an interesting piece um here we go let's jump into it why not right let's see what did somebody say uh yeah in the chat whitney is a heavy lift usually uh whitney is a heavy lift usually putting it mildly hey man i agree but she's doing some of the best uh journalism around so let's uh let's make this let's make this a, a a fun endeavor here um here we go okay let's just jump right into it the article like i was saying it's called un backed banker alliance announces green plan to transform the global financial system okay sounds like some bullshit to me the most powerful private financial interest in the world under the cover of cop26 cop26 by the way was just the uh big un climate conference that happened in glasgow from october 31st to uh, november 12th um so the most powerful financial uh private financial interest in the world under the cover of cop26 have developed a plan to transform the global financial system by fusing with institutions like the world bank and using them to further erode national sovereignty in the developing world hmm sounds like more public private partnership bullshit to me um okay let's see what we got here on Wednesday, an industry-led and UN-convened alliance of private banking and financial institutions announced plans at the COP26 conference to overhaul the role of global and regional financial institutions, including the World Bank and IMF, as part of a broader plan to transform the global financial system. Wow. This is wild because you guys know about the World Bank and the IMF and how historically they've done such uh, terrible things with predatory uh, loans in the in developing world countries that they can never pay back the terms of. Um, and then they're basically just under the foot of the World Bank and IMF. And the U.S. has a huge controlling interest in those entities. So they essentially become client states of the U.S. Um, the officially state, and now these, these institutions are being transformed. Here we go. The officially stated purpose of this proposed overhaul 
per Alliance members. It's to promote the transition to net zero economy. All right. Anytime you guys hear the term net zero or net zero economy, understand that that's the hustle right there. Uh, They're trying to present this whole idea of getting down to net zero, no more carbon as a way to save the earth, but they're really using it as a way to monetize uh, all of nature. And it's really gnarly. Um, However, the group's proposed reimagining of international financial institutions, according to their recently published progress report, would also move to merge these institutions with the private banking interests that compose the alliance, creating a new system of global financial governance. Ooh, more global governance, more great reset, more fourth industrial revolution nonsense and erode national sovereignty among developing countries by forcing them to establish business environments deemed friendly to the the interests of alliance members. In other words, the powerful banking interests that compose this group are pushing to recreate the entire global financial system for their benefit under the guise of promoting sustainability. Gah! The ultimate greenwash, y'all! Let's see if anybody's got anything to say in the chat. All right. Vegan Succubus, what's up? You can hear me all right and everything? Cool. Thanks for the uh, the positive emoji sit you just created there. All right, let's get back to it. Um, this alliance called the Glasgow Financial Alliance for Net Zero, or GFANS, was launched in April by John Kerry, who's the U.S. special presidential uh, envoy for climate change. Yeah, because he's a dude that knows, he's a scientist that knows a lot about uh, the earth. Uh, Yeah, really cool. Janet Yellen, U.S. Secretary of the Treasury and former chair of the Federal Reserve, and Mark Carney, U.N. Special Envoy for Climate Action and Finance and former chair of the Bank of England and Bank of Canada. Wow, as I've heard Whitney Webb refer to him as a central banker, central banker. Carney, who is also the UK Prime Minister's finance advisor for the COP26 conference, currently co-chairs the alliance with U.S. billionaire and former mayor of New York City, Michael Bloomberg. Sure, let's throw that globalist freak into the mix. On its creation, GFAN stated that it would, quote, provide a forum for strategic coordination among the leadership of financial institutions from across the finance sector to accelerate the transition to a net zero economy and mobilize the trillions of dollars necessary uh, by mobilize. Okay, by net zero economy, they mean uh, destroy the economy and turn it into zero, take everything away from us and give themselves everything and mobilize the trillions of dollars necessary means steal trillions of dollars of wealth from regular people all over the world to accomplish the group's zero emissions goals. At the time of the alliance's launch, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson described GFANS as, quote, uniting the world's banks and financial institutions behind the global transition to net zero. Do you notice how they all use the same language? That should be very telling as well. While John Kerry noted that the largest financial players in the world recognize energy transition represents a vast commercial opportunity, giving it away right there. In analyzing those two statements together, it seems clear that GFANS has united the world's most powerful private banks and financial institutions behind what it sees first and foremost as a vast commercial opportunity, the exploitation of which it is marketing as a planetary imperative. There you go. 
It's the climate hustle, baby. Unbelievable. It's happening on, in a really, really big way. And now they're going to tie it to pandemic and they're going to make it so there's going to be pandemic lockdowns and then there's going to be lockdowns in the name of climate. And they're going to say that the two things work in a feedback loop. And that is the game. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. All right. We got some people in the chat. Hey, what's up? It's all good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Let's keep going. GFANS is composed of several subsector alliances, including the Net Zero Asset Managers Initiative, okay, the Net Zero Asset Owner Alliance, and the Net Zero Banking Alliance. Okay, together they command a formidable part of global private banking and finance interests, with the NZBA alone currently representing 43% of all global banking assets. <laughs> Hard to even wrap your head around that. However, the largest financial players who dominate GFANS include the CEOs of BlackRock, Citi, Bank of America, Banco Santander, and HSBC, as well as David Schwimmer, CEO of the London Stock Exchange Group, and Nilly Gilbert, chair of the investment committee of the David Rockefeller Fund. Whoa, okay. So BlackRock is this crazy humongous asset management uh, investment firm that has $9 trillion worth of assets under management, literally. And they are so uh, connected and they have so much information about the global finance world that they consult uh, with the central bankers. And a lot of people think with the central banks all over the, all over the world and the central banks actually are working at the behest of BlackRock, some people think. It's pretty crazy. Um, and, you know, all of these banks are just total criminals. Um, they're a cartel. So that's nuts. And the David Rockefeller Fund is, uh, you know, another one of these NGO bullshit things that is, uh, you know, doing all sorts of greenwashing. Uh, notably, another Rockefeller connected entity, the Rockefeller Foundation, recently played a pivotal role in the creation of something called natural asset corporations. Oh, my God. That just sounds so fucked up. Natural asset corporations, just like corporatizing and privatizing and monetizing every aspect of the natural world, all the assets of nature. Oh, Okay, NACs in September. These NACs seek to create a new asset class that would put the natural world as well as the ecological processes that underpin all life up for sale under the guise of protecting them. Okay, this is why we have to realize that all this left-right divide shit is a total distraction. Are you kidding me? All of this culture war garbage this is what's actually going on. This is something that all of us should unite together to call out and then stop. Because if enough people know about it, no one would ever go along with this plan. So no one would help them. No one would be their useful idiots and it would stop. That's why it's so important to spread the word about this stuff. Cool. Principles of G fans, including BlackRock's Larry Fink, his last name is Fink. That's pretty wonderful. Have long been enthusiastic about the prospects of NACs and other related efforts to financialize the natural world. And he has also played a key role in marketing such financialization as necessary to combat climate change. There it is again, using that uh, issue as the pretense to monetize nature. 
Hello. Unreal. As part of COP26, G fans, a key group of that conference, is publishing a plan aimed at scaling, quote, private capital flows to emerging and developing economies. Ooh, how nice of them. Per the Alliance's press release, this plan focuses on the development of country platforms to connect the now enormous private capital committed to net zero with company projects scaling blended finance through MDBs, multilateral development banks, and developing high integrity, credible global carbon markets. There it is. Markets around the around the carbon it's unbelievable mdbs multilateral development banks i believe that's banks like the world bank and things like that um that are supposed to you know help the developing world and that are like uh quasi public private entities um so they want those entities to be connected um with uh, blended with uh blended with other with private financial institutions um the press release notes that this enormous private capital is money that alliance members seek to invest in emerging and developing countries, estimated at over $130 trillion. How do you even, how does that even exist as a number of money? I mean, that's what they're estimating they can get out of this scheme to financialize all of the assets of nature. They can extract wealth of $130 trillion by what? Throwing trees on the blockchain or something like that? This is unbelievable. And that in order to deploy these trillions in investment, the the quote, the global financial system is being transformed by this very alliance in coordination with the group that convened them the United Nations. Awesome. Thanks, UN. And somehow the UN still has a reputation of being this, this, this noble entity of like statesmen getting together from all over the world for the greater good. It's a completely captured organization and it's so fucking sad. Yeah. What another worldview is possible says in the chat. So the rich can pay to pollute and pass the costs along to the pores. How beneficent. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. Um, proposing a takeover. Here we go. Next section. Uh, details of GFAN's plan to deploy trillions of members' investment. <clears throat> details of GFAN's plan to deploy trillions of member investments into some into emerging markets and developing countries was published in the Alliance's inaugural progress report the release of which was timed to coincide with the COP26 conference. The report details the Alliance's near-term work plan and ambitions, which the Alliance succinctly summarizes as, quote, program of work to transform the financial system. Yeah, no big deal, NBD. Uh, the report notes that the Alliance has moved from the committee stage to the engagement stage, with the main focus of the engagement stage being the mobilization of private capital into emerging markets and developing countries through private sector leadership and public-private collaboration. There it is, public-private. That just means corporate power taking over more of public institutions, but presenting it as a way as we're all working together. 
In doing so, per the report, GFAN seeks to create, quote, an international financial architecture that will increase levels of private investment from alliance members in those economies. Their main objectives in this regard revolve around the creation of, quote, ambitious country platforms and increased collaborations between MDBs and the private financial sector. There you go. The merging of public and private, also known as fascism. Okay, so this right here in the article, uh, she has, you know, you can look at the entire Glasgow Financial Alliance for Net Zero uh, uh, progress report, which, uh, thank goodness for Whitney Webb, we don't have to read because she did (laughs) wrote an article about it. Oh, my God. This isn't unbelievable. Um, Let's see what's going on in the chat. Okay, here we go. Mariana says, Colbert was just applauding the infrastructure bill on his lamestream show. Oh, my God. Don't even make me talk about Stephen Colbert. I used to respect that guy so much, and now I can't even. He's just a he's just a mouthpiece for the state. He's a total propagandist. It's unbelievable. I don't know if he's a useful idiot, if he's knowing what he does or not, but regardless, he is doing a lot of uh, of damage, and it makes it breaks my heart to say that. Um, as a stand-up comedian that I am, um, let's see, uh, another world view is possible wrote right now, international law and the UN charter are just jokes. The empire does as it likes while using the rules against targeted, uh, resistor nations who refuse to submit to the powers that be. Uh, I agree with that in large part. I think in terms of, uh, I think in, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I was just going to say about, you know, I think that there is a global movement happening that even nations that have animosity towards each other and provocations toward, to, towards each other are actually uh, working towards. And I think that is the, uh, the fourth industrial revolution. OK, let's keep going here. Um, per G fans. A country platform is defined as a mechanism that convenes and aligns stakeholders. There you go. Stakeholders. We're all in it together, guys. We're a team. We all have stake in this. That's bullshit. That is a mechanism for public-private partnerships slash stakeholder capitalism around a specific issue or geography. Examples offered include Mike Bloomberg's Climate Finance Leadership Initiative, which is partnered with Goldman Sachs and HSBC, among other private sector institutions. While framed as being driven by stakeholders, existing examples of country platforms offered by the GFANS are either private sector-led initiatives like the CFLI or public-private partnerships that are dominated by powerful multinational corporations and billionaires. As recently explained by journalist and researcher Ian Davis, who there's a really great podcast episode that they did, um, a limited hangout uh, with Ian Ian Davis. You should look that up. It's really, really informative, all about about global public-private partnerships, GPPPs or whatever. Um, uh, Yeah, so anyway... These stakeholder capitalism mechanism models, despite being presented as offering a more responsible form of capitalism, allow corporations and private entities to participate in forming the regulations that govern their own markets. And okay, I got to start this over because this is a really important point. 
As recently explained by journalist and researcher Ian Davis, these stakeholder capitalism mechanism models, despite being presented as offering a, quote, more responsible form of capitalism, allow corporations and private entities to participate in forming the regulations that govern their own markets and giving them a greatly increased role in political decision-making by placing them on an equal footing with national governments. It is essentially a creative way of marketing corporatism, the definition of fascism infamously supplied by Italian dictator Benito Mussolini. That is crucial right there, guys. That is what's going on. And it's pretty freaking wild. Wow. Let's see anything else in the chat. Somebody said LOL Colbert. In Medias Res says transform the economy. Let i.e. institute a structure of global monopolism to cement hereditary power from here on. Good point. Very well put. Another worldview is possible. Sounds like the Operation Home Team strategy from the early 90s forward. Interesting. I don't know what that is. Um, let's keep going. Wow, that's wild to me, man. In addition to the creation of corporatist country platforms that focus on specific areas and or issues in the developing world, GFANS aims to also further corporatize multilateral development banks and develop financial institutions and the MD, the MDBs and develop and development financial institutions, the DFIs. So these are basically these are basically public -y sort of entities that they're going to make more privatized, I believe. Um, public, yeah, semi-public things. Let's see. Um, in order to better fulfill the investment goals of Alliance members. Per the Alliance, this is described as increasing MDB private sector collaboration. The GFANS report notes that MDBs play a critical role in helping to grow investment flows in the developing world. MDBs, like the World Bank, have long been criticized for accomplishing this task by trapping developing nations in debt and then using that debt to force those nations to deregulate markets, specifically financial markets, privatize state assets, and implement unpopular austerity measures. The GFANS report makes it clear that the alliance now seeks to use the same controversial tactics of MDBs by forcing even greater deregulation on developing countries to facilitate green investments from alliance members. Wow. They're actually figuring out ways to make the World Bank and entities like it be worse. This is unbelievable. Um, yeah, this is wild. Is this like, is this blowing your minds? Like it's blowing my mind because uh, I find this absolutely fascinating. Let's see. The report explicitly states that MDBs should be used to prompt developing nations to create the right high-level cross-cutting enabling environments for alliance members' investments in those nations. 
the significantly greater levels of private capital investment, which are needed to reach net zero per G fans, require that MDBs are used to prompt developing nations to, quote, establish investment friendly business environments, a replicable framework for deploying private capital investments and pipelines of bankable investment opportunities. GFANS then notes that private capital and investment will flow to these projects if governments and policymakers create the appropriate conditions, that is, enable environments for private sector investments. This is fascism, guys. This is the takeover of the global commons, man. In other words, through the proposed increase in private sector involvement in MDBs, I love that MDBs are already garbage city and now they're going to become like more further privatized and messed up. That's fucking crazy. Such as the World Bank and regional development banks, Alliance members seek to use MDBs to globally impose massive and extensive deregulation on developing countries by using the decarbonization push as justification. That's the thing. The, the carbon hustle is the push for the justification. No longer must MDBs entrap developing nations in debt to force policies that benefit foreign and multinational private sector entities as climate change related justifications can now be used for the same ends. Are you starting to see the picture, guys? Are we starting to see what's going on here? Oh, there he is. There's 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 a BlackRock CEO and GFAN's principal, Larry Fink. Uh, you know, there he is. There he is peddling his bullshit, his twisted evil machinations on uh, CNBC during COP26. Ugh. This new modality for MDBs, along with their fusion with the private sector, is ultimately what GFANS proposes in terms of reimagining these institutions. GFANS principal and BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, during a COP26 panel that took place on November 2nd, explicitly referred to the plan to overhaul these institutions when he said, quote, if we're going to be serious about climate change in the emerging world, we're going to have to really focus on the reimagination of the World Bank and the IMF. Oh, my God. <laughs> the balls to say something like that. Like the World Bank and the IMF are the things that are really caring about the environment. Unbelievable. Fink continued, quote, they are the senior lender. And not enough private capitals coming into the emerging world today because of the risks associated with the political risk, investing in brownfield investments, if we are serious about elevating investment capital in the emerging world. I'm urging the owners of those institutions, the equity owners, to focus on how we reimagine these institutions and rethink their charter. Oh, what a bullshit artist. GFAN's proposed plan to reimagine MDBs are particularly alarming, given how, given how leaked U.S. military documents show that such banks are considered to be essentially financial weapons that have been used as financial instruments and diplomatic instruments of U.S. national power, as well as instruments of what those same documents refer to as the current global governance system that are used to force developing countries to adopt policies they otherwise would not. Yeah, I would say it's not the best idea to uh, further corporatize these fucked up entities more than they already are weapons of power and destruction. 
Oh my gosh. In addition, given Fink's statements, it should not be surprising that the GFANS report notes that their effort to establish country platforms and alter the functioning and charter of MDBs is a key component of implementing pre-planned recommendations aimed at seizing the new Bretton Woods moments, whoa, and remaking the global financial governance system so that it promotes economic stability and sustainable growth. Now, Bretton Woods... Uh, I believe after World War II was when the modern uh, monetary system was set up and the, uh, you know, the world was carved up and everything like that. And it was determined that the U.S. would uh, have the, uh, the reserve currency and stuff like that. So now we're seeing there's going to this we're seeing this as a new Bretton Woods movement. So there's this new plan that they have and they're not exactly letting us know what it is. Uh, and and I feel like we should have some informed consent. Uh, about a transformation of the entire global financial system. Just saying, <laughs> as noted in other GFANS documents and on their website, the goal of the alliance is the transformation of the global financial system. And it is obvious from men member statements and alliance documents that the goal of that transformation is to facilitate the investment goals of alliance members beyond what is currently possible by using climate change related dictates rather than debt as the means to that end. Wow. So that's how big it is. Instead of the debt system, which we currently have, which is uh, basically at its at its wits end, it's going to be replaced by the climate change related dictates system guys we got to wake up to this this is nuts holy moly anybody got anything to say in the chat let's see oh global shaper larry fink yes he is one of the world economic forum uh he's definitely involved with the world economic forum Gotta walk a dog. Thanks, JFOD, for focusing on this. Sounds good. Yeah, get out in nature with your animals. That definitely seems very like a worthwhile uh, thing to do. Do that. Seriously. The UN and the Quiet Revolution. Here we go. This is very interesting. In light of GFAN's membership and members' ambitions, some may wonder why the United Nations would back such a predatory initiative. Doesn't the United Nations, after all, chiefly work with national governments as opposed to private sector interests? Yeah, that's what you would think. Though this is certainly the prevailing public perception of the UN, the organization has for decades been following a stakeholder capitalist model, great, that privileges the private sector and billionaire philanthropists over national governments, with the latter merely being tasked with creating enabling environments for the policies created by and for the benefit of the former. Whoa. Okay. Let me read that one more time. Though that is certainly the prevailing public perception of the UN, the organization has for decades been following a stakeholder capitalist model. That means public-private partnership stuff that privileges the private sector and billionaire philanthropists, okay, over national governments, 
with the latter, meaning the national governments, merely being tasked with creating enabling environments for the policies created by and for the benefit of the former, meaning the private sector and the billionaire philanthropist. Boom. That is it. That is it right there. Seeking, uh, speaking to the World Economic Forum in 1998, Secretary General Kofi Annan made this shift explicit. Quote, the United Nations has been transformed since we last met here in Davos. The organization has undergone a complete overhaul that I have described as a quiet revolution. Great. A fundamental shift has occurred. The United Nations once dealt only with governments. By now we know that peace and prosperity cannot be achieved without partnerships involving governments, international organizations, the business community, and civil society. The business of the United Nations involves the businesses of the world. Wow. There you go. It's explicitly stated that the United Nations sold its soul. The United Nations was captured at this moment. Actually, if you look into the origin of the United Nations, it was set up by the Rockefeller Foundation. So it's always been a compromised institution. Um, but that's a whole other story. Amazing documentaries about that uh, by James Corbett. One's called How Big Oil Conquered the World, and the other is called Why Big Oil Conquered the World. And you got to watch those. Go to Corbett Report. Uh, com and or search corporate report uh why big oil conquered the world documentary um both of those are amazing um but yeah this is so wild um okay let's keep going with the un now essentially a vehicle for the promotion of stakeholder capitalism it is only fitting that it would convene and support the efforts of a group like GFANS to extend that stakeholder capitalist model to other institutions involved in global governance, specifically global financial governance. Allowing GFANS members, that is, many of the largest private banks and financial institutions in the world, to fuse with MDBs, remake the global financial governance system, and gain increased control over political decisions in the emerging world is a banker's dream come true. To get this far, all they have needed to do is to convince enough of the world's population that such shifts are necessary due to the perceived urgency of climate change and the need to rapidly decarbonize the economy. Yet, it puts yet if put into practice, what will result is hardly a greener world, but a world dominated by a small financial and technocratic elite who are free to profit and pillage from both natural capital and human capital. Yeah, this is our fight, guys. This is the battle lines. This is what we all need to push back against. This is the real battlefield. A lot of other things are big-time distractions. Um, and a really big way to fight this is to know about it to spread the word to people about it. That is the thing to do. Today, MDBs are used as instruments of power that utilize debt to force developing nations to implement policies that benefit foreign interests rather than their own national interests. If GFANS gets its way, the MDBs of tomorrow will be used to essentially eliminate national sovereignty privatize the natural assets, e.g. ecosystems, ecological processes 
of the developing world and force increasingly technocratic, meaning control via technology, policies designed by global governance, institutions, and think tanks on ever more disenfranchised populations. That's what they're going for. That's what these people are about. Ugh. Though GFANS has cloaked itself in lofty rhetoric of saving the planet, its plans ultimately amount to a corporate-led coup that will make the global financial system even more corrupt and predatory and further reduce the sovereignty of national governments in the developing world. Wow. What an article. Wow. Way to lay it out. Very well done. Again, you guys, this is an article by the great journalist Whitney Webb. You can find all of her stuff at unlimitedhangout.com. I'll obviously have the uh, link to this article in the chat. And in the uh, this is streaming on Twitter and YouTube. So I will uh, tweet out the links as well and make sure it's in the description on YouTube. Holy moly. We got anything else going on in the chat? Let's see. Yeah. This is, uh, this is awesome. Um, cool. I'll tell you, I'll be honest. I was intimidated to do this, to see if I could, uh, you know, eloquently even, you know, make, push my way through this, but I feel like, um, I feel like we did good, man. I feel like we did pretty good. Oh, wow. Another worldview is possible. Just wrote Whitney Webb is the investigative journalist of our era. Oh, that's so cool. Um, she's doing awesome work, but yeah, guys. So that's that article. Um, I, uh, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I feel like we went through a lot. We processed it there. So, um, I'm just going to, uh, I'm just going to call it. I'm, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of speechless, but I'm, I'm proud that we got to do that. So yeah, everybody, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. I appreciate you being here. Uh, I love you guys. Bye-bye.